All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature time today, right here. You know what's so beautiful about this? Right here in our own state, beautiful Colorado from Highlands Ranch, none other than Margaret Hamilton. Margaret, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here. I, I cannot wait to dive into the series of questions. Uh, so thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thank you, Greg, to, for having me and uh, to allow me to share my story. Oh, this is great. I, 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 and <laughs> I, I, I remember this was a while ago, Margaret, but I, I know that we met up, gosh, I want to say a year or two, maybe even two years ago. I think yeah. it was about two years ago. Yeah. Oh, I just, it was such a wonderful meeting just to get to know you personally. And, and it was just so warm. And I, I, again, I can't wait for everybody to hear your story and, and kind of a little bit of understanding of how I know you and that sort of thing. So uh, I guess let's just start with the first uh, question, which is really your background. So who you are, where you're from, what got you into the business, where you are today with Exit, the kind of the background story, if you will. All right. Um, who am I? Well, uh, I'm a regional owner for Exit Reality in Colorado, mm -hmm. and uh, I do have a partner. But that's my husband, Kevin. Love it. So I'm not doing it by myself. Mm -hmm. A lot of people always ask, like, what is that regional owner does? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? Well, what we do is <clears throat> we have a right to sell exit franchises mm -hmm. in Colorado under okay. the exit brand. Mm -hmm. So our job is to build, uh, build up brokers and agents to be, uh, to be successful and now uh, hopefully join in with our exit brand. I love that. And, and going into that market, what, what was your progression to you know, regional and franchisee and, and really helping people. What was the what was the path that led up to where you are today? You know, just well, that goes yeah, that goes back uh, thirty seven years ago. Oh, love it. When love uh, it. when I got on a uh, a KLM plane coming out of Budapest. Wow. I landed in New York City. Hmm. Visit. I came to visit my uncle who lived uh, who still lives in Connecticut. Wow. And. Uh, <clears throat> I had met my ex-husband and hmm. uh, we got married in uh, three months. Wow. It's one of those like 90 days fiance, I guess. I don't <laughs> sure. <know>. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so I was, uh, um, so I stayed here, stayed in the U.S. in 37 years ago. Hmm. Obviously, when I came, I didn't spoke any English. Wow. I had no, I had no money. I just came with 50 bucks in my pocket because you know, I was visiting my uncle, right? Yeah. So I was tossed into a, a brand new environment, uh, no friends, hmm. no, um, I mean, you know, relatives are one thing, but when you yeah. get uprooted from your home, mm -hmm. that's, that's a whole different um, feeling. For sure. And, um, and just to, just not to speak the language, mm -hmm. that was a huge barrier hmm. because even so I had a nursing degree in Hungary, I couldn't wow. work right away because you you really kind of need to speak English to be a nurse, right? Wow, yeah, okay. So um, I uh, <clears throat> I stayed home as, um, and I went to uh, went to school and all. Uh -huh. So I started learning, uh, learning the language, then I was able to get back to my nursing. So uh -huh. I have, um, I have worked in uh, hospitals and nursing homes for many, many years. Wow. 
until um, around 93, my uh, my ex-husband already had a construction business going, but it, it's just started to take off. And we had an option of um, either hiring someone who does the back end uh-huh. or no more weekends, no more holidays. And um, I back then I had a three-year-old son wow. and just stay home and just run the back end of that construction business. So hmm. for me, that was a no brainer. Okay. I mean, you, you have a small child, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, it just nothing's better than you don't have to wake up, wake him up in early morning and drop him off at the daycare. It's it just it's much nicer. For Plus, sure. the fact, I, you know, I started working for myself. I mean, I set up our, um, uh, my own time, mm-hmm. even so with scheduling and uh, getting clients in and follow up and billing and all that. So mm-hmm. that that kind of put me into my... I would say my entrepreneur okay. route yeah, yeah. that I never thought I have. Hmm. And um, so fast, you know, as, as, as we were, as, as a business were uh, picking up and uh, we were doing very good, we started in investing into um, uh, real estate. Okay. Start purchasing multiple multifamily homes hmm. back in Connecticut. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> and this is going to segue into, um, the real estate pretty oh, soon. Yeah, I love it. So as, as you know, as an average uh, consumer, what they see, what agents do is they putting you in a car. But I'm talking about back then in the 90s, right? right, right. They still put you in a car. Mm-hmm. They put you in a car, drive around and um, sign contracts and they make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You collect the 6%, right? Right. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> Right. I was like, hmm, this is pretty good. Yeah, I'm this sounds kind of liking this, you know. Mm. So anyway, it was just interesting because as 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 we started moving into I'm, I'm purchasing more and more, mm. my job was, and this is kind of foreshadowed all my real estate career, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. My job was to get in a car with a realtor, mm. pick the property, negotiate mm. the price. Once we once we get it done and we closed on a deal, we fixed up. You know, my my ex husband had a crew. We fixed up the uh, properties, hmm. and then I was back at it, getting in the rental rentals. You know, wow. interviewed a interviewed with the potential people for rentals, uh-huh. um, tenants inquiries and problem solving and so forth and so forth. Wow! So that's that was my hey. Real estate might be pretty good. Sure. And um, because that's all I had seen. Mm-hmm. Each time my agent came, we already narrowed down to a, a few properties. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a quick deal. I was like, hmm, okay, I wow. think I can do this. Huh. So around, you know, 2008, Northeast, mm-hmm. heavily hit by the, the real estate crash. Right. But because of our investment properties, um, income was still flowing. Okay, great. And... Um, I, I was in a bubble, quite mm. honest. I had, I mean, I know there was a market crash, but I didn't sure. really realize the impact on mm. the economy and wow. the average people. Okay, sure. And um, so I started toying with the idea back in 08. I was like, hmm, maybe I should get my real estate license. That would be good. Okay. It's easy job. You, know, you dress up pretty, <laughs> drive a nice car. 
make a lot of money. Oh, oh. that's that's a, that's an easy job, right? Right, right. Is, As is, a consumer, isn't everybody thinks, thinks that. <laughs> I think an average consumer does until they actually get into it, for sure. Exactly, right, right. <laughs> then you go and take your test, and um, so I went, and um, in 2009 August, I became a licensee in the state of Connecticut and joined the real estate community. Okay. And, you know, I was, I was coming up from the, mm-hmm. from the top, from the high, oh my God, I have my license and this is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. I'll just have deals coming in and out, um, filed for divorce. I can wow. make it on my own. Sure. And then as you know, just like a typical licensee, I had my rose colored glasses on. Right. Sure. What else is there to do, you know? Uh-huh. And um, so I interviewed with a couple of big brands hmm. and I joined one of them. Okay. And I was happy. I was signing papers, giving hmm. them checks to sign in and join them. Hmm. And once I was done, my manager says, okay, so here's a binder. Hmm. Here's your desk. And back then, actually, they had a telephone on the desk, believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Where are they and now? Where are they? I don't know. I don't know, right? My money's right next to me. Like, right. You know, they had those clunky, regular, hey. Sure, sure. <laughs> so she showed me my desk, the phone, and gave me my binder and shook my hand. And she's like, welcome to the firm. Wow. I was like, all right. And she said, now, go get him. I said, mm. go get who? <laughs> Gosh. And she was like, um, you need to get your clients. Mm. I was like, didn't you get aren't you guys going to give me clients? <laughs> right, sure. I, there's no clue. There's no idea. Like I had no idea. Real estate school won't teach you that you come in and there is no client, right? Sure. Sure. I think <laughs> that's, that's a small detail that. that they always leave out. Right. They teach you about the contracts and how to keep yourself out of jail, but they never say, oh, by the way. <laughs> by the way, so, cold calling and marketing and reaching out and sphere. Yeah. yeah. The whole business, <laughs> the whole shebang. Wow. And on top of it, it's 2009 hmm. in Connecticut on Northeast. There wow. is no homes wow. available for sale. Yeah, unreal. They're all underwater. Hmm. So the only th- only homes we're selling are short sales and foreclosures, mm. and um, we were able to do rentals. Okay. But um, but first and foremost, as a brand new agent, you did not get into foreclosures because mm. the top agents they already had their hands in there and they made the deal with the bankers, so they getting right. all those foreclosure sales. Mm-hmm. So here I was. <clears throat> Um, short sales. And as you know, mm-hmm. that's the ugliest, <laughs> tough, tough for sure. Yeah. U- ugliest thing to ever to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you, f- you make those calls and call the bankers and God knows, and they change, change your uh, person. And then you back on the bottom of the pile and mm-hmm. it just, it just a bear. It yeah. really is. <laughs> so, um, um, it's, it's, it was an eye opener. Okay. So after, you know, after my manager told me that I, I'm responsible to get my own, mm-hmm. I got in my car, drove home, poured a glass of wine. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what did I do? Oh, right? wow. Yeah. I mean, what am I going to do now? 
Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I figured might as well, since I'm in it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's, let's make the best of it. And I sure. was very fortunate of my manager <clears throat> at a time. She was a very strong Brian Buffini believer. Oh, very cool. So the very first thing that she said, <clears throat> I'll teach you to fish, but you need to go out and, and mm-hmm. fish on your own. Yeah. And she said, here's the Brian Buffini system. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll teach it every, uh, I think she was just starting up a new session. Okay. And um, she dragged me to the uh, success store, Brian, Brian Buffini's success store. Mm. And I was hooked. I mean, I related to Brian's story. Oh, yeah. Knowing that he came to the country as mm-hmm. an immigrant. For sure. Having nothing. I was like, hmm, I'm kind of done the same thing. Right. Um, and uh, so I embraced his ph- philosophy and I'm, I'm still till today. Um, a Brian Buffini worshiper. Love I admit that. it openly. For sure. Shout out to Brian and, if you're watching and listening. Yes. <laughs> Actually, we just had Brian on. He just had done a webinar for exit people this morning. That was oh, wonderful. exclusive to us. So. It, it's um it's really nice to have Brian in our corner. Hmm. So as um you know as as um the years progressed, mm-hmm. plus when I was writing out those big checks to the company that I joined, one of the smallest check was for the Women's Council of Realtors. Aha, uh-huh. okay. And my manager said to me back then, she said, "Okay, this is the last one, but this is the best investment you ever make in your life." Hmm. Okay. So guess what? I'm here because of Women's Council. I love that. And, and, and in that part, I, I don't want to stop that story because I do want to get to the where you're at to today and exit. But because you mentioned Women's Council, would you mind sharing a little bit about your journey with Women's Council, your involvement, um, that sort of thing? I, I think it's really important for everybody to hear. Sure. Um, but I, when I joined the Women's Council, and as I said, we we're talking about back in 2009, mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I always had, this is funny, because I always had a person to push me to go a little further. Oh, okay. So I had a woman's council um, uh, lady in our office, and she's mm-hmm. like, well, you have to come to a meeting since you're a member, mine as well, right? Right. And there was nothing to sell. You could sit there on floor time and the phone didn't ring. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, I'll go. What do we have to do? And she's like, well, we just going to have a nice luncheon and chit chat. And I said, that sounds pretty good. Sure. So I did. And uh, um, as, as I started going, and don't forget, when I got into real estate, I had no, nobody that was mm. in my ecosystem for selling real estate. Right. Right. I didn't know any title people. I didn't mm-hmm. know any attorneys, home inspectors, nobody. Zero. Right. So women's kind of going to the meeting, that gave me uh, an opportunity to start meeting the players. Oh, wow. Okay. Because everyone had time. Nobody mm-hmm. had a business mm-hmm. as they had three years ago. Sure. So they had time to come to the meetings. They had time to talk to you. And so I started attending and I, I got reeled in slowly, mm. but surely yep. I got reeled in and I was asked to, um, to go to um, a national meeting in um, the midday meeting for NAR wow. in DC in 2010. Mm. 
And I was like, oh, sure. I have nothing else to do. So, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So I went and that was it. I mean, after that, I, you could not keep me away from women's council. And it's not just uh, because of the camaraderie mm -hmm. in the group, but it had given me an opportunity to grow mm. as a leader. Right. And plus the referrals start coming in because each time mm -hmm. I met someone at nationals, I was from Connecticut. Yeah. Sure. So my actually 2010, I had received my very first referral hmm. and it was a $400,000 condo. Wow. Not too shabby, right? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I, until today, uh, I became good friend with um, Amy and now uh, we're still being in touch. So it started putting me in a pad and I was a little bit on my fault of, I could never say no. Okay. So each sure. time they asked me to take a, higher position i was like okay sure so hmm. actually we, were, we we had a a joke in our um local chapter that don't go to the bathroom because you come out and you're going to be a president or a vice oh. president with somebody so that's great <laughs> uh, order until the meeting is over and there you go right that's right <laughs> so that's what i uh, you know i uh, i had uh, done i was asked to uh, lead the local chapter and then um, after that, I was asked to lead the state, mm. state of Connecticut. And wow. uh, back in 2015, okay. I was asked to be a regional vice president for mm. that region five, which covered from Connecticut all the, all the way up to Vermont. Wow. Okay. So, so that, that was, see, as, as, as I was getting prepared for this call, mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. So starting purchasing the multifamily homes mm -hmm. and dealing with tenants and rentals and negotiating that just kind of pushed me towards real estate. Right. Now with women's council, now I'm getting pushed towards to do something bigger mm -hmm. for sure. And that's exactly what happened. Ah, I that's love that. because of my women's council involvement. Hmm. I ended up in Colorado and, owning the entire state and the ex waving the exit flag in Colorado. So I want to talk about that, Margaret, because, and I love the fact that you're addressing, Hey, your investments into real estate got you in and it really pushed you to move forward with your life and your career. Women's council of realtors taking the leadership roles and really pushing your knowledge and your, your basis to a higher level and standard. So can you tell us the story? Why essentially you left Connecticut and came to Colorado. And then when you came to Colorado, why exit? And tell us, you know, your journey from the sure. beginning of exit to today. So I guess let's sure. that that's, that's the easy one. Okay. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so as, uh, as an agent, you know, I was, I was working, uh, working uh, as a real estate agent mm -hmm. and, um, but being going to the, uh, going to this national meeting mm -hmm. and being pushed to do something bigger sure and and sitting sitting at the um a bar or or, or a restaurant mm -hmm. uh, at those national meetings and and just talking to other people all across the um united states and other um um agencies that they work for mm -hmm. and that's when you hear the uh, the bad the ugly and the good right Agreed. what's what, what are they like or dislike about their company and mm -hmm. so forth. And then I just started to open my eyes. I was mm -hmm. like, hmm, 
this is what exactly what I'm not getting. And um, huh. I never complained, but I just seen that large companies always say, well, you know, we have the culture and we have the support and we have this and that. And is it true that they have those? Mm, right. It's easy Do to say. Do they really it. have that culture that mm-hmm. they talk about? Do they really have the support? Do they really have the open door of the manager that you can walk in and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And they actually entertain and they listen. So I I said, I I started seeing the flaws and um, I was ready to take my career to the next level. Okay. Not necessarily. I, I, I still, you know, if I have to, I go back to sell, to uh, sell homes. Right. But I was at the point that it, it wasn't necessarily my my cup of tea end right. of the day. Sure, sure. I had grown to do something bigger. Right. And um, through uh, throughout my uh, uh, involvement in Women's Council and going to national conventions and so forth, that's where I met our CEO, Tammy Benap, Exit okay. Reality Corp CEO. And I believe that she's coming on your show pretty soon. Yeah, she should be in next month, I believe. Uh, Very yes. good. So super excited to have Tammy on. And she's she's just she's just really a a, a big exit person. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a conversation with her, but she's she's never been pushy. She's never been salesy. Wow. But she as as she talked about um, exit, it just piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. Okay. It's like a pretty good company. And um, and I, I, as I was going to meetings to meetings on at nationals, hmm. I was seeing more and more people handing out exit cards, exit business uh, cards. Interesting. Okay. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's 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 with this exit? <laughs> like the lady's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. My friends are joining the company. I said, mm-hmm. I should check into this. Yeah. And I, because of our conversation, Tammy had known that I had grown to take it to the next level. Right. But I didn't know what was the next level. Mm. I just okay. knew that I have to go somewhere with this. Right. And um, so in 2015, when I was a, a regional RVP for a women's council, hmm. we were holding a, a huge Northeast conference. Okay. And Tammy was one of our speakers. Hmm. She bought the uh, brand new regional owner for Connecticut, and they were looking for a managing broker to open a new office in Connecticut. I mean, now Norwalk. Okay. So she kind of was the connector, mm-hmm. and um, I had accepted the position. Wow! So in July of July of or June of 2015. Okay. I joined Exit as a mm. managing broker for a brand new office in Norwalk. Okay. Okay. So as you go ahead. No, I was just saying, so going through that process, I love the fact that, you know, you putting yourself in the position to, to meet incredible people at the national association of realtors and anybody out there who hasn't been to an R conference or, or event, I would highly recommend it as Margaret is saying, I find the, the the speakers and the topics to be valuable. Don't get me wrong, but so many of the offshoot conversations for breakfast and lunch and coffees and cocktails, it's those those side conversations that you get to learn and grow and network. And I absolutely love it. Totally recommend it. But I love the fact that you had met Tammy and she had struck you. 
and something stood out, it sparked your interest. You saw continued movement. You kept seeing it. Right. You went in to dive in. You, you learned more and obviously you made the move for, for, the, for those reasons. <clears throat> Fantastic. So from, from that position into to Norwalk, what was that like from there to Colorado. Let, let, let's keep going down that, uh, that story because I think it's fantastic. Oh, going down that path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as, as you, you probably understand, once, once you join a company on, on a managerial uh, position, uh-huh. that's when you actually see the back end, how, did, how that company really works. Mm-hmm. Sure. And um, so as, as, a, as a managing broker, I had a chance and I absolutely fall in love with the company. I, oh, I was okay. just like, I take him back and I said, anything that Tammy told me about this company, it's a real deal. Okay, right. And, um, and that was very important to me because I was used to hearing stuff mm-hmm. from, from my company and that it never came to fruition. That's sad. That's too bad. Yeah, it's the talk so, is cheap sort of mentality, yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that you know, as I as I start seeing that, oh, actually, this company is genuine. Mm-hmm. They truly do what they say. Wow. And um, and then one day I I went home and I told Kevin I said I want to own my own exit franchise. Wow. And um, Kevin just looked at me. I mean, he he worked for a company back then he looked at me he's like oh no we don't we are not buying a franchise it's not going to happen (laughs) wow okay this is not gonna happen because i'm Mm. gonna kill all of your agents i'm gonna kill all your (laughs) all your agents all your clients it's not it's just Uh, gonna be ugly we we just can't do it Mm. so because what he had seen he was a consumer Mm -hmm. right so he he only seen those eight o'clock phone calls when mm. you try to negotiate the deals. He only right. seen when the other agents is yelling at you because whatever reason they were yelling. Yeah, at something you, right? blew up. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So that's that's all he had seen. And mm. uh, but I would just keep picking. I said, okay, so we need to do something bigger. We need to do something bigger. Yeah. And uh, we were kind of newlyweds. In, okay. Still in 15, 16. Yeah. And uh, so because of his job, he traveled a lot. Oh, okay. I mean, literally he, he left on Monday morning or Sunday night, came home Friday or Saturday morning. Okay. So, so yeah, that's a serious amount of travel. And uh, so we, we started looking into like, okay, so if, if, it's, if it's not a franchise, mm-hmm. then what? But I knew that I need to stay with Exit. Okay. I said, I, I, that's my, that's my career real estate mm-hmm. is my career i i had taken it to a, a, a next step sure but i want to stay with the company mm-hmm. i am not going to anywhere else this is this is my home this is my family right and um the call went to tammy tammy mm-hmm. banal say hey tammy what else is there for us okay and that's when she said um my franchise and i was like no that's already been ruled out it's okay. not gonna happen and mm-hmm. uh, not because we don't love the company but I don't want any bloodbath. So, right. and Tammy said, "Well, then take it, bypass the franchising, mm-hmm. take it to the next level, on the own, an entire state." Wow! And help us build it. Hmm. And we were like, hmm, "Okay, that sounds pretty good." Yep. So, what does it entail? And then we explored what was our uh, entail to own a 
a region and be a regional owner. Hmm. And in 2016, March, we signed the contract and we were officially regional owners for Exit Realty in Colorado. Unreal. Okay. Okay. And, and I, I love the fact that you're you're looking at it from that, taking it to the bigger standpoint, Margaret. And I think that that's, it's kind of the, the path of your life that you're laying out for everybody here is, is really looking at from that next spot, the next level, how, how can you really grow and excel and, and, and not just your lives, but the people that are around you and through the exit model. So uh, now that we're here in Colorado and we got through the story and we laid the foundation, uh, could you let, let everybody know why exit? Because during that time frame, and I know that you, you saw, uh, you met with Tammy and you saw movement around exit and they actually back up what they say they're going to do. And uh, all of that really is important, but for anybody out there who maybe isn't familiar with exit or just kind of the differences between exit and other brokerages, would you mind sharing just a little bit about that kind of why you're so passionate about, um, you know, exit just as a whole, just, just to give everybody a little bit. Oh, more. I, I can just sum it up in, in one sentence. I love it. Because exit is enriches lives. Hmm. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. You come on board with exit and you'll do better. Hmm. And it's not just a slogan. It's not just, you know, just a one liner, but that's, sure. that's absolutely true. We have so many agents and so many brokers in, in nationwide, but even mm-hmm. in Colorado. Oh yeah. That they came on board brand new agents never sold a house Mm -hmm. they put their head down they had taken the trainings that we offer at almost no cost or or minimal cost most of our time and they get their head done and they sell 12 13 14 homes the first year it's awesome so that's that's the differentiator with exit Mm -hmm. we we actually do what we say we do. Right, right. I mean, obviously, you know, we only can hold agents accountable because they, the independent brokers, the independent, right. they, they are the CEO of their company, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't take them to the water, but we can make them drink. Right, well said, well said. So, uh, <clears throat> but all the tools that we offer mm-hmm. for a brand new agent, that would that will put them in a, a pad to be successful because mm. what really bothers me and it's it's always been like that you know you get your license you get into real estate and um not knowing that oh it's all commission based mm-hmm. so if you're not sell if you don't sell a home guess what you're not you don't money. have any money coming in <laughs> yeah it's not happening right. uh, the mortgage payments are coming and the car payments are coming right but you don't have um you don't have income Wow. And that's why it's, it's a really st- sad um, uh, uh, data from NAR mm-hmm. that one third of the licensees that come into the industry, hmm. they be gone in 18 months. Wow, one third. Wow. One third. Hmm. Now, if you are a CEO of a company and you one third of your employees leave every 18 months. Scary, scary stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's that's my that's my challenge for myself mm-hmm. to do as as much as I can. 
on, a, on, on, a, on helping brokers to bring up their agents, bring them the tools, the, the uh, coaching, mentoring, and um, online courses, whatever they need mm-hmm. to keep those agents. So That's the right. agents won't struggle, and then and then eventually they have to leave because there is no income coming in. Right. And, and I think a lot of that stems from, as you stated, the, the, the tools, the support, uh, you know, portions of the leadership and mentorship that are associated with that. And, you know, there, there are wonderful brokerages and there are not so great brokerages and or operations and there's pluses and minuses, but the, the intimate conversations that I've had with wonderful producers out of exit, and especially here in the state of Colorado, they love it. And the, the tools and the support and, and the, the, happiness that comes from the successes of their teams and their agents. It's, it's phenomenal. And, uh, you know, so I have experienced nothing but positivity, um, you know, out of there from a personal perspective, but, um, obviously, you know, because you see everybody through the state of Colorado and, and what's happening in the growth factor. So, I mean, there's just so many things to take away into that. And, and speaking of, um, you know, information and, and support and, and different, uh, data for people to pull into, uh, Margaret, I know that you guys are setting up a virtual event that's coming up here soon. So I would love for you to share a little bit of information about that because that's open to everyone. everyone. Right? Okay. So yeah, if you yep. could share, share a little bit. About Absolutely. That. Um, as, as, as uh, you know, we always have hold a large event that's open mm-hmm. to all the real estate industry people or mortgage or title, anyone who's related to real estate. And we usually hold the event in May, um, but due to COVID, mm-hmm. we didn't do it last year. Okay. And um, so we're getting back to the saddle and we all have one of those big events, probably on Zoom, but not uh, not live. Sure. But also we are planning two educational events that will cover the new rules and regulations that came in uh, to Colorado. Wow. Um, there's, there's some interesting, uh, new laws that mm-hmm. not real estate agents have to follow. I don't know if you heard about the, uh, the cron, the cron law. No, I, I don't think so. Mm-mm. So that's, that's a, that's a, that's a little bit controversial. Okay. You know, we, we do have a fair housing law. Sure. So you, you can't really mm-hmm. discriminate against race, color and so forth and so right. forth. But as of last, uh, I believe so there was, um, last year, mm-hmm. Now we have a new law that you can discriminate against your hair style and color. I did not know that. (laughs) I I don't know why that would happen. I didn't realize that people were doing that. Right. Right. So we'll, we'll be, we'll be putting in uh, together a, um, a little bit of controversial topic. Sure. Sure. Event. And Mm -hmm. um, we are shooting for end of, end of February, uh, beginning of March. Okay. And obviously we'll, we'll post uh, the event on social media. You'll find it on Facebook and Instagram and okay. LinkedIn, whatever. And with that, so anybody who's watching or listening, they could go to Exit Realty Colorado Facebook Exit page? Exit Realty Colorado. Okay. And Perfect. it's on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, okay. you name it, we are everywhere. Okay. And if you wouldn't mind too, Margaret, and I'll try to keep an eye on it as well, but if you wouldn't mind when the dates are solidified, if you wouldn't mind sending me the links, then I could send it to everybody here who's tuning in. And that way, 
Um, you know, you could, they could RSVP mm -hmm. and get great information, um, get a little controversy in your life, but learn, which is important too. Sure, so, yes. Cause, cause you know how this is some, sometimes, uh, the information can be stale and, and it's nice to freshen things up and really, uh, learn different topics and perspectives. So I, I just learned something today. I didn't realize that that was a thing. So, um, I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about it till about two weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. That's and I, crazy. My reaction was the same thing. Like, really? <laughs> Who would do that? I don't know. Okay. Well, did we go. need a law for this, but I guess we did. We did it, so. It's happened enough apparently, but uh, I no, know, right. I'll make sure that I have yeah. links in the comments below as yeah. always with that Margaret. And I do, I want one, uh, one final question before we wrap everything up. And this has been an absolute pleasure just to kind of get to know your path and your story and your passion and everything that's going on. But uh, for anybody who's watching or listening, and I know you have a ton of different perspectives, so you can take this from any angle, but really, if you could go back at your career and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business uh, that really took it to another level, any advice that you give anybody who's watching or listening, who's in real estate, what, what would that be? Sure, sure. Uh, you know, in, a, in last week or a week before, the time just going so fast. Sure. Um, I was listening to Inman. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a very big Inman follower Love and it. I tend to tend to attend their um, January meetings. Mm -hmm. And um, what I heard throughout the day is that um, first and foremost, companies need to adjust to be agent centric. Mm -hmm. And I, I was just cracking up because I was like, oh my gosh, Steve Morris, our chairman and founder figured mm -hmm. this out. 24 years ago. I was going to say, you guys Exit have been doing was that. built on being an agent centric. Hello. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to be like, let's build something agent friendly. Wow. So that has been, that has been done. And also actually the, the biggest uh, takeaway for me listening mm -hmm. to Inman yeah. was how can agents and brokers future proof their business? Mm. Okay. Because in the past last year, because of COVID, we ended up having so much new, not, not really new, but it new, was new to the hard to run a business mm -hmm. um, to you that could have taken many, many years. Right. Because I heard over and over again for years and years, you guys have to start doing video. You have mm -hmm. to start doing, guess what? How many agents are still not doing videos? A lot, yeah. And that's where we're heading. Or, mm -hmm. or how can you streamline your transactions? Mm -hmm. We're never going to, you know, big bad wolves are putting out, well, the technology will take over and your agents, nobody's going to need an agent. Hmm. Well, that's not what I'm hearing. Right. They're always going to need someone who, who has a trusted advisor, mm -hmm. but that's, that's how you can future proof for your business right. that learn the business. Wow. Don't just be, Hey, feed me, feed me, give me leads. Mm -hmm. Because that will, that will provide you a minimal income. Mm -hmm. Sure. And that's not going to be sustainable. No. But if you learn to future-proof your business, mm -hmm. build your ecosystem, get involved, get your home inspectors and title and mortgage people around you mm -hmm. who will actually support your business and, um, and just build that relationship. So you, have to, you don't have to rely on the lead. Mm -hmm. And then you, you make your own, you become your own company. And I think that's, that. that's, the, that's the biggest problem mm -hmm. that agents, sometimes they do not have the entrepreneur's brain. Right. 
they still coming into the industry thinking that, oh, I get paid. And that's when all the lead feeding comes in that, hey, feed mm-hmm. me, feed me, because I need to, I need to get some money. I need right. to feed my family. Right. And um, so I, that was my biggest take of it to get future proof the business. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a shameless plug on exit yeah. right now. Let's do it. What is, what is the best way to future proof a business hmm. than as an exit formula? Okay. Our exit formula was invented 24 years ago. Hmm. It's not new, obviously. Yeah. A lot of people benefited from it. And if you're not familiar with, other companies not trying to mimic it or, or put, a, put a twist on it. And, okay. But ours is, is, is super transparent. It's, it, we have a temp uh, residual program hmm. that each time an agent, an, an agent joins because of you, let's see, you are an agent sure. uh, with another brand. And I say, Hey, Greg, you know, I love my broker. Come on over. You're going to love exit and you do. Mm-hmm. So each time you close a deal, then I will receive 10% of your gross commission. Wow. And it's not coming out of your, um, uh, your part of the commission. Sure. It's coming back from Exit Corp. Right. Company structure that way. It's yeah. company structured like that. Wow. And um, so every agent, and it's a single level residual. Mm-hmm. You have your friend, Susie, and he said, hey, Susie, I love where I got in. Come on board. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You and Susie has the deal. I have nothing to do with it. Wow. Okay. There is no steering, you know, like the, the uh, pyramid set up or anything it's a right. single level residual okay and we have we have many many agents actually in our region in colorado hmm. our average producing agent makes over thirty four thousand dollars a year just wow. in single level residuals unreal unreal so future proofing your business mm-hmm. what if you can put back money into your business so you can attend those conferences right start the nonprofit, support the a food bank this mm-hmm. is all this is all clean it's it's money it's You're right true clean cash sure sure you don't have to wait for it hmm. you don't have to wait two years three years whatever hmm. as soon as you your body close a deal you get a text message say oh we just dropped in like five hundred dollars into your bank account hmm. Not not that, a bad that's, not that's, a bad deal. Not a bad deal at all. <laughs> and then God forbid something something happens to you and you you know you break a leg and you can't work or you're in a hospital for a long time, then you continue having residual seven percent. Wow. That could pay for a nice hospital bill, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. And God forbid you are at showing homes, mm. you are on eight uh, 25 mm-hmm. and the semi takes you out. <sighs> Let's then guess not. what? Your, fa- your yes. family continue receiving five percent of your residuals. Wow. Okay. So, I think Steve Morris kind of figured out how can we future proof mm-hmm. anyone's business. Yeah. And that just that just one of them. It's it, it's giving you an opportunity to to mm-hmm. utilize some extra money sure. that you would not come to, right? And use it for your own pleasure how, how you want to spend it well and i i like that aspect because there's so many different avenues and not not uh there's a lot of brokers that don't quite understand that 
being able to do your job as you normally would and be incentivized to help people, uh, you know, along the way and get involved with what you're involved with and have that residual, I think is fantastic. Uh, you know, and, and I think that that should be questioning to everybody out there who's watching or listening. Is that my current situation? Am I getting the support that I'm looking for, the mentorship and the leadership, the camaraderie? Um, am I in a place that it's supportive to grow? And does it help me future-proof? All those things are intriguing to anybody who's watching and listening. And Margaret, I know that there's, there's so many more avenues we can go down. And what I, what I always love to do is encourage everybody to reach out to you directly. So if yes. anything stuck out to you and anybody's watching or listening and you want to know more about Margaret or exit or opportunities, uh, I would love for them to reach out to you directly. Please follow Margaret on every social media platform, but what's the best way for people to reach out? Is it a phone call, text, or email? What, what's the best way uh, for that? Uh, phone call, text, emails, Okay. but I'm going to um, share my mobile business card with everyone. Oh, very That's- cool. Given it's given to all exit associates. Okay. And um, so anyone who would like to have a chat with me mm-hmm. regarding, hey, I'm thinking to own a, own a franchise or join one of your offices, then just text exit Colorado. It's one word, no spacing, exit Colorado to 85377. Okay. And then you'll get my mobile business card with all my information in it. Absolutely. Awesome. And I'll have that in the comments down below, just in case if anybody is watching or listening or anything in between, but Margaret, I can't, I can't thank you enough for taking the time, sharing your story, absolutely inspiring. And and for where you came from to, to your journey and your path all the way to today. And so many people that you've helped change their lives and their worlds into real estate. And uh, I just can't thank you enough for your time and sharing that story. It was an absolute blast for sure. No, thank thank you for inviting me. And uh, it was a great, great pleasure to chat and enjoy the afternoon. As always, anytime I get to talk to you, Margaret, it's a blast for sure. But everybody, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here what we're doing with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I actually do want to make this official though, Margaret. You are an official Real Estate Titan. So that is a title you can wear proudly. It is there. You are dubbed. That is fantastic. Uh, But uh, I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Linebolt Media. If you are in real estate and you're looking to grow and scale on the digital end, uh, really looking at it for marketing and advertising, building brand awareness, lead generation, conversion, visit lionboltmedia.com. Now we are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon with a different Titan in a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Bye.